You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. It's uh, another solo show, and we're coming in on the heels of Father's Day. So today, we dive into the evolving concept of masculinity in our modern world and exploring the importance of masculinity and also the toxic aspects that can affect individuals and also society. So we're hearing a lot of that in you know, the news and, and pop culture recently about masculinity and the toxicness of it. I'm not here to defend one side or the other. Um, not all aspects of masculinity are toxic, and I believe a lot of it is useful. So we'll go into both sides of it, and um, yeah. So masculinity, just like femininity, can occur can have differences across cultures and, and different societies. And I just want to note that it's important to recognize that our understanding of masculinity is, a, is evolving and it can be seen in various ways, depending on the context. So that some might argue that traditional notions of masculinity may have limitations and may contribute to harmful gender stereotypes Others believe that certain aspects of masculinity will still hold value in today's society. So I'd like to explore a few perspectives on why masculinity matters. And I believe it matters a lot, especially in this day and age. So first, diversity and inclusivity play a crucial role. I want to mention it's important to embrace a broad range of expressions of masculinity because it fosters greater diversity and inclusivity within our general society. When we acknowledge that masculinity can take different forms, it also encourages people to embrace their authentic selves. And that's without feeling, you know, confined to very narrow gender roles. So when you think some people, when they think of a traditional masculine man, their their view is extremely narrow. And it might be um, rough, tough, like shooting guns, drinks beer all the time. Like that, that's a very, very narrow view of what masculinity is. And I think that that could be harmful. So it's important to kind of expand that view of what masculinity actually is. Another important aspect of masculinity is positive role modeling. So positive masculinity can provide uh, healthy role models and especially for young boys and men. And this involves qualities like uh, empathy, emotional intelligence, responsibility, and respect for others. And it's Again, not just that narrow view of, of what being a man is. Um, it, it's, it's also those other broader aspects. And if we can challenge those toxic aspects of, of traditional masculinity, and I'll, I'll get into that later, um, 
we can promote healthier relationships and then foster personal growth. Mental health and well-being are also significant considerations. And so encouraging men to express their emotions and seek support when needed is crucial for, for promoting their mental health. Now, I'm, I'm really going to dive into that later on. Um, traditional notions of masculinity often discourage men from seeking help or expressing any type of vulnerability. And we've talked about that quite a bit on this podcast. Um, we've had some people, when I ask them to define what does it mean to be resilient, uh, many people have brought up this concept of being vulnerable and being open. And I think that's a really important aspect about being masculine as well is being vulnerable. And that by shutting that down or closing that off, that vulnerability off, uh, it's really going to increase the rates of, of mental health issues. And so by challenging these norms and promoting that emotional openness, we can benefit um, quite a bit. And then personal fulfillment and self-identity are also crucial factors. So when an individual can embrace aspects of masculinity that resonates with their self-identity, they can it can contribute to an increased self-confidence and just an overall well-being. So it's like feeling comfortable in your own skin and embracing your own true self. And that can positively impact your own mental health, your self-esteem, and even your relationships with others. And so if you, that, that goes back to what I said at the very start, like if you, if you enjoy going out to the target range and shooting guns or going hunting, good, go for it. Keep, keep doing that. If that's part of what makes you feel, feel that masculine nature, amazing. No one should discourage that. If you feel like going for a walk with your family or friends and that helps you be, feel masculine, amazing, great. Keep doing that. It's, it's when we start to close off what we want to do and, and who we believe we are as a man to, to fit this certain role or expectation that society has on us that's when we can have some, some real negative consequences. So I do want to, we kind of went over a little bit at the, in the intro here. Um, but I want to shift the focus here on some of the, the toxic aspects of that traditional masculinity. And these refer to some like harmful beliefs, behaviors, and expectations that are associated with these traditional gender roles. And it's, um, it's crucial to address these aspects because they could reinforce some harmful stereotypes and then again also have some negative consequences. And so one toxic aspect is that suppression of emotions. Now, it's known that traditional masculinity would often discourage men from expressing vulnerable emotions like sadness, fear, or even insecurity. And this could lead to emotional suppression and then limit a man's range of emotional expression. And that can obviously negatively impact uh, his mental health and, again, the relationships around him. 
And if that is done over time, that suppressing of emotions, that's going to eventually lead to emotional numbness where men kind of just turn off, right? They'll, the men will struggle to connect or even identify their own feelings. And then obviously it'll result in a reduced ability to experience emotions impacting personal relationships and then just their overall well-being. Another toxic aspect is, as we've seen in, in the news, obviously, is this aspect of aggression and violence. Traditional masculinity can promote aggression as a sign of strength and dominance and while I encourage men to be strong, you know, I own a gym. It's obviously a, one of my, my missions is to help men and women become more functionally strong. It's, it's how that strength is expressed that's important. And this can contribute to a higher likelihood of engaging in physical or even verbal aggression leading to, you know, fights, conflicts, and then this perpetuating of a cycle of violence. And so again, there's nothing wrong with being strong. It's how you use that strength that's important. Next is the dominance and entitlement that are, are often seen as to toxic aspects associated with that masculinity. And that often emphasizes uh, power, control, and that dominance over others. And that's... That could obviously be dangerous and it all of these kind of blur together. They're not these aren't separate. These are all they all blur together. And so this goes back to that, you know, traditional concept of aggression and violence. And it's, you know, how are you using your strength? Are you using that for dominance and entitlement over others? Well, that's gonna obviously promote some unequal power dynamics in many relationships that you have, even in your workplace, and then just society at large. And lastly, and I believe this is the, the biggest one, one of the main toxic aspects of masculinity is the suppression of help-seeking behavior. And it, that idea often discourages men from seeking help or support. And it really throws a, an over-reliance on self-reliance. And this can obviously lead to a, uh, a reluctance to seek mental health support. And this just keeps going down the line. As a result, there's higher rates of un undiagnosed mental health issues. And then that obviously increases suicide rates among men. Now, according to the World, World Health Organization... About 75% of all suicides worldwide are committed by men. And that pattern is observed across many countries and many regions. I've lost, losing one is too many, but I've lost uh, a few friends to suicide. And I want the men listening to this to know that it is okay to ask for help. Now there's in Canada, they have a men's health week. And that's more along the lines of like um, f physical health, like getting off the couch and eating better, moving more. And that's observed annually during the week leading up to Father's Day. 
Now, in Canada, actually North America, we'll say you'll you'll hear a lot about uh, Movember, and Movember's in the month of November, and you'll hear a lot about prostate cancer and t- testicular cancer uh, during that month of November, but. What you don't often hear about is they also, Movember also brings awareness to mental health and suicide prevention. So when you see men wearing or adorning mustaches uh, during the month of November and they're asking for uh, support, that's really what, what they're supporting. It's not just the, the cancers, it's also for men's mental health and suicide prevention. So... Keep that in mind when November comes up. I also want to take this time to promote the Canadian Suicide Hotline. And so if you are having those thoughts, um, write this number down. It's 1-833-456-4566. I want to thank you for joining me today. It's a very difficult subject and I want men to know that are listening to this that if you need somebody to talk to, please reach out to me even if we've never met before. I'm here to listen, judgment free. Hit me up. I'm here to listen. Thanks for listening.